0: having compassion on people when they are acting in a way that I wouldn't want to be and realizing that they're acting that way because of someone else as well and because of something else that happened in their journey and not looking at myself as higher than or better than Mm -hmm. because in reality we're all on the same playing field (laughs) we all fall short of the glory of God
1: What's up, guys? We are back with another podcast. We have Abigail Voigtman, also known as Abby V. She's a photographer here in Chicago, Illinois. Started her business at 18 years old and has been crushing it ever since. So yeah, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much, thanks for having me on.
1: We don't have an audience to clap, but this will do.
0: Just do a little sound bite. (laughs) Round of applause. (laughs) You need to get one of those guys with a little sound pad on the side. Oh yeah, we do.
1: My creative mind doesn't really work like that. Oh,
0: Okay, all right. You know, like there's yeah. those
1: meme creators, like creators that are like <laughs> me all the way. That's you? Okay, okay. I so like when you're on the side, I'm not
0: you have a meme lying. account. I'm not even. Drop lying. it right here. Drop I can't. It. Just no. Tap it- <laughs> and I'll put it. Just <laughs> I can't. tap it right there and I'll put <laughs> <I can't>. it. <laughs> but it's just weird, you know. It's like that weird type of humor yeah, that like middle school humor. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's the best kind.
0: <sighs> I have to grow up.
1: <laughs> I heard you cook.
0: Yes. I've been cooking so much lately. It's just been really relaxing. Because, What's your favorite thing to cook? Um, I just make a lot of chicken and a lot of rice, but I've been baking a lot. Oh my gosh, I love kale right now. I've just been cooking a lot. I'm not as flexible with my time right now. I have yeah. to be very strict on what I'm doing and manage my time. And so I'm trying to stop the scrolling mm-hmm. when I have free time because, you know, everybody does it, everybody needs that, that dopamine boost, but for me, food is also that, and so (laughs) I'm trying to replace that, you know, instead of spending 30 minutes on TikTok, I'm just gonna spend 30 minutes cooking something up, and then...
1: And the funny thing with that is, obviously, it's not like helping your goal of not scrolling and not being on the internet, but you can multitask by watching stuff while you cook. Like, if I'm cooking, like, I'm usually watching, mm-hmm. like, most times a TV show, but sometimes a sermon yeah. or something that's right. like giving me information, podcast right. or whatever. Yep. And it helps you like get through that process of like therapeutically cooking your food.
0: Yeah, I'm doing something with my hands. I'm yeah. using my mind to measure things and make sure it all tastes good. Yeah. And it's just a I don't know, it's a whole experience, and I feel weird for saying that because I've always been like, nah, no, nah, I'm not really into that stuff. But now I am. and uh, It's I a good also, thing
1: to be in. Yeah, I it's like trending. making videos it's of what I make, right too. Yeah.
0: You know, I love watching Do you have a food videos. Account? I don't. Oh. I should, though. Yeah, I have a workout one. account that doubles as my meme account. And I have a photography account. That's just it Just right add now. the food in I there. I just while need while to add the it. food in there. Why not? Yeah.
1: Make it a triple header. Yeah. All three. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, tell me a little bit about your business and how you got started. And yeah. How you got to where you're at.
0: So I started taking photos at my church. They needed a photographer and were like, hey, learn how to use this. We need some pics for Instagram, for social media. And so, yeah, I just started there and got really interested in it. I was a senior in high school and didn't know what I wanted to do when I graduated. And my dad was the one to say, hey, I, you're really good at photography, why don't you just start a photography business? Because I was wanting to buy my own camera, I was borrowing the church's camera for a year and a half. Which camera? Oh shoot, it was a rebel, I'm pretty sure.
1: Always is. Yeah. Always is. Canon um, girl.
0: Canon girl, all the way, you know me.
1: That's cool I, that your dad like, inspired you to do that. Oh yeah, lot. 100%. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of creatives are like, they're rebelling against what my their parents wanted. My parents hated wanted. what I wanted <laughs> to do. <laughs> my parents wanted <laughs> me to be a doctor. <laughs>
0: I actually, growing Me. up, said that I was going to be a doctor and a nurse. Really? Yes. And, and then I got to fourth grade and started doing more complex math and said, never mind, <laughs> and never looked back. So
1: what was your like, math to grammar ratio grade?
0: Oh gosh. I don't even... I had to take pre-algebra uh, in college. It was just <laughs> not good. That's alright. It good. was not good. Sorry. Homeschool check! Yeah, <laughs> You're either really, really good at math that it's weird, or you're, you're
1: just You're not. <laughs> not. Or you become a creative. You <laughs> sit on exactly. your couch the rest of your life. And there's no other. Literally, I've no, never, there's no middle class. I've never met a
0: middle person that was homeschooled that is no. just good at both writing and math. It's either one or the other. <laughs> I just yeah. I love my parents. They're just they've been a huge part of my of my journey. They definitely are my biggest supporters and encouragers when it comes to being a business owner, going out getting experience and experience in photography yep. and other creative elements in, of the industry. But yeah, for sure. One thing that's been really cool is that God has always provided me with the gear mm-hmm. that I needed at the time. Someone that is very close to me gave me a very expensive lens. Oh, wow. It was the 70 to 200 lens wow. for Canon. What a blessing. And I needed that lens so bad at the time, and they just gave it to me. Another time, I was working at a studio last year, and I broke one of the lights. Um, and that was something at the time where I would host people, and then in return, I got free studio time. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have to pay for lighting then. I just got to learn for free, basically, while I was exchanging my time. Um, I broke one of the lights and had to pay out of pocket, as one would. Yeah. you know. I was totally okay to do that. But then when it was time to buy my own gear, I was just really praying into it, like, God, I really need the finances for this. I don't want to just get something that isn't going to benefit me right now or benefit my business and just drop a whole bunch of money. And then one of my friends gave me the exact same light that I broke a year later. Wow. And so stuff like that, where if I know I need something, I'll go to God about it first Mm -hmm. and say, hey... You know, I know that if this is what you still want me to do, that you will provide for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not why I just go to God, but yeah the reason, you know, that like he's definitely providing. When I'm at my lowest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just been his timing that when I do need to get something, it's happened. And it's not always like that. I do have to drop a few, Mm. you know, a couple bucks every once in a while, but just a
1: couple, just a couple, sometimes a few. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like how you mentioned like waiting on God as well. Um, and his timing. And you know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, Oh, you know, people who wait on God are lazy. Like Mm. people who wait on God, um, they use faith as an excuse to not like work their butt off and like God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And like, how have you seen God move and How much faith have you had to put in actively and what does Mm. that look like?
0: That's crazy that you just asked me that because this morning I was thinking about I randomly had the thought of the three servants, the parable of the three Mm. servants, and I was listening to it in the car. Um, It was in Matthew 25. And Jesus is telling a story about the three servants where there was a master and he gave one servant a sum of money And the next servant a little bit lower but it was still a good amount of money and then the third servant he gave the smallest amount and the master went away and when he came back he asked for his money back and the first servant had went and produced i don't know something double what he was given maybe it was even more i don't know the the details of it but and then the second servant went out and made a little bit more money on that but then the third servant went and hid the money and buried it because he was afraid that someone would come and steal it. Mm. And the master blessed the two that went out and produced, but cursed the servant that went and hid it and did nothing with what he was given and said, you are a wicked and lazy servant. And I don't know why I was thinking about that this morning, but I think in my mind, I translated it as, God gives everyone gifts. Mm some maybe more than others that they haven't they've just tapped into it more and and maybe other people just haven't realized that they're gifted at things because they haven't tried yet but i've been in different seasons in my life where i'm all three of those servants Mm -hmm. (laughs) where i'm not going to just say oh yeah i'm definitely the servant that's always producing because i'm (laughs) totally not sometimes i am the servant that just goes and hides what i've been given because maybe i'm afraid of what people are gonna think about me. Maybe I'm afraid that someone's gonna take advantage of my giftings and just want to use them for their own benefit. And I think that is the opposite of what God wants for us. You know, He wants us to use what we've been given and what Mm -hmm. he's given us. Maybe that servant thought that he was waiting on God by just holding it to himself and Mm -hmm. not doing anything with what he was given. I think there's a time, but it's not what we're supposed to live in. And there's times where God gives us something and we need to act on it, you know, we're to be doers of the word, not just hearers. Mm -hmm. And so I I think people get waiting on God mixed up with not doing anything and not walking in faith. Mm -hmm. I think waiting on God for me looks like not participating in that hustle, network, grind 24 seven lifestyle right now, right now. There are definitely seasons yeah. for that where you need to be on 10. You need to be yeah. going out doing every single opportunity that you get.
1: Sacrificing a lot.
0: Sacrificing a lot. Um, and then there's other times where you kind of need to take a step back and say, God, I'm going to put you first. Well, you should, you should always put God first, but sometimes you know, we don't. Kids. <laughs> I think there's just seasons where it's more than usual. Yeah. Or maybe I'm sacrificing time to edit something to be in my word. Or I'm mm-hmm. sacrificing going out with friends, you know, my free time to go and pray or something. Mm-hmm. To me, that's waiting on God. It, it just in, my, in the season of life that I'm in right now. Um, because I do have less flexibility in the season of my life that the time that I do have really needs to be intentional. Mm-hmm. And I just keep getting this feeling to use the time that I have for God, and I'm not going to see results from that instantly, and behind the scenes, he's doing something with that.
1: Yeah, always. I I liked how you mentioned, like, the ebbs and flows, and, like, some days you are that third servant, some days you're the first servant, and others you're the middle. Like, obviously, like, we live in an imperfect world, Mm -hmm. and our pursuit of Jesus is to be more like him and to be in that perfect balance. of all things, Mm -hmm. but we'll never reach that here, right, right? like, in on the earth, like, we'll never reach that, and I was talking to my friend the other week about this, and um, talking about how, like, just in your walk with God, you you may start at, like, this side of the spectrum, Mm -hmm. and then just, like, you'll have this huge sway to the other side because you want to compensate for what you did all of your life up to that point. And then you're going to come back this way and you're going to like get closer as you walk closer to God because Mm -hmm. you're being more like Christ and you're like Mm -hmm. desiring more and more of him. And and you're going to like come back to that middle, but we'll never reach that middle Mm -hmm. until we're like standing before him and he calls us blameless. He calls us perfect and we walk into the kingdom. And so like, it's really important to realize that and understand that those ebbs and flows like swings are happening all the time Mm -hmm. and the only way that you're going to get to a place where they're not as big is by focusing on God and like allowing him to draw you forward Mm -hmm. towards that perfect balance Absolutely. Um, but you have to obviously like allow God's grace to be over you in those times and I think more importantly like we need to have that grace for each other as well yeah that's really good yeah what's been the biggest challenge like throughout your uh, creative journey, like so far?
0: Dang. Okay, well in my creative journey, the biggest challenge I think has been comparison.
1: Mm. What kind of people are you comparing yourself to?
0: I think I compare myself to people I want to be like, people that I don't want to be like, people that uh, are appearing to be successful, and I don't know, it's just that everyone deals with this with social media. But then I also do it in my own life. I have to just be very mindful about what I'm doing and and be conscious of how I treat people. And there's been many times where I find myself acting like someone that treated me wrong.
1: Like passing it down, essentially? Yes. Yeah.
0: Kind of the hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Because that's how I learned, I just never want to carry it into what I'm doing now. But it's always this comparison thing, you know? Yeah. Could, I think comparison isn't always like, oh, I wish I were them. But it's also like, I wish, I hope that I never become them. Yeah. I think about that a lot. But having compassion on people when they are acting mm-hmm. in a way that I wouldn't want to be. And realizing that they're acting that way because of someone else as well. Yeah. And because of something else that happened in their yeah. journey. And not looking at myself as higher than or better than. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, we're all on the same playing field. Yep. And, and God isn't a respecter of persons. And, you know, we're all, <laughs> we all fall short of the glory of God. And so, I don't know. It really depends on what's going on in my life, what season I'm in. I, I feel like I'm talking about seasons a ton right now,
1: but. Dude, life is seasons. It is.
0: It is. Um,
1: season 22?
0: Season 22. There you go. Let's go. I I journal a ton, and Mm. I was able to look at my whole twenty twenty two, and I swear it was as if I were reading three different people's journals.
1: So you really are the three servants.
0: I really am. (laughs) She wasn't lying. (laughs) I wasn't. It was real. Um, No, for real though. I I don't know. Maybe I think everyone always says, and it is fact that you change a lot in your twenties and. -hmm. You're just constantly going through different yeah. things that yeah. are shaping who you are, and I'm, I don't know. I'm just experiencing that in a, in a really big way.
1: Yeah, super drastic.
0: Drastic is a good yeah. word, and I'm just very aware of it. Yeah. I think maybe people look back and say like, oh, wow, yeah, I did do a lot in my 20s when they're in their 30s, but I'm like right in the midst of it just like, oh my gosh, wait, slow down, wait. Why well, do that? You know. Yeah. So.
1: How do you slow down?
0: Ooh. <laughs> I'm convicted about that right now. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Shout out Becca Breet. Um, she's big on Sabbath. She's like, you need yeah. to be Sabbathing. Mm. All last summer I'd be like, I hate everything. I'm so exhausted. And she'd be like, are you taking a break? Are you Sabbathing right now? And I was like, what?
1: You're like, who got time to Sabbath? Who has
0: time for that? Nobody. Oh my God. Nobody has time. And it really is like a sacrifice and giving back to God. Mm-hmm. And I need to do it more. Yeah. So how am I finding ways to rest? Uh,
1: figuring that out. Figuring right
0: now. that out. <laughs> I take little I think moments. We all are. I take little rests throughout the day. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. there's some days where i have to switch things around like yesterday i had all these plans that i was gonna i'm getting this done doing yep. this done i'm doing this i'm doing that yep and i woke up that morning and and realized i need to take some things out slow down mm-hmm. and and pivot here because yep. otherwise i'll be a mess by sunday yeah. and i can't start my next week
1: no because then <laughs> it just mess. snowballs
0: <laughs> exactly and you get yeah
1: worse and worse and worse
0: yeah so i think i'm experiencing the grace to find the rest yeah. and figuring out ways to incorporate that in my schedule. Yeah. I definitely do rest, but just not in, in big ways right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's okay for now.
1: Ebbs and flows, yeah. progress. I mean, you're thinking about it actively. You yes. have people in your life that are making you think about it actively. Yeah, and sure. I think that's half the that battle is yeah. getting to a point mentally where you uh, know that you need to do it and yeah. then taking the actual step. And right now, you know you need to do it. And you've taken small steps Mm -hmm. and, you know, one day you're going to wake up and God's going to prick your heart to take a big step and Mm -hmm. you're going to do it. Just like yesterday when you took those things away from your day, like any person that's stuck in that grind would Mm -hmm. have been like, "Nope, I promised I would do this to somebody. I got to do it. Right. But maturing is realizing that, um, yes, like communicate and take care of what you say you're going to do. Exactly. But it's okay to communicate and ask if you can change right. the parameters on which you get that thing done. Right. Whether it's time, or how you do it, right. or whatever it is. Yeah. And once you get to that point, it's like, then you're able to really like, start to rock with life. Because life does happen, things yep. get in the way. <laughs> My grandmother passed away recently, and I've had to put like, a lot of different things on hold, or yeah. just let people yeah. know, hey, like, I'm pushing this back two weeks because mm-hmm. I don't know what the next two, three weeks are gonna look exactly. like. Everybody has been more than understanding. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's a big thing to happen in life. But yeah. even with other things, like if you communicate it well, and you've proven yourself to be a trustworthy person, exactly. it's not gonna be like a huge issue
0: right. to do that. Yeah, so. and realizing that you know, maybe your schedule isn't always full, but you also need to make time for grieving. You need to make time yeah. for your yeah. emotions and not that you live in that. There are people no. that take these seasons and prolong them for years and years and years. But making time for them when they're happening and then growing from that. So mm-hmm. I think that's a very respectable, respectable thing to do is to just communicate that with people in your life and say, hey, I am going through this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of need more grace, more leeway than usual. You know,
1: and I think the last thing I'll say on that is just having the realization that, you know, just because you do ask for that doesn't mean you get it right. And that's the unfortunate part. That's the life part is just the whole world doesn't revolve around you. Yeah. And so you may be in this place and it's so important Mm -hmm. to be real with yourself and realize that you need to take a step back. But, you know, if you taking that step back causes you to lose out on opportunities, Mm. causes you to lose relationships that you thought you would have for a while yeah you know that's a consequence um for sure. that you have to live with you know life is fun so maturing fun. is so fun no
0: Sorry. really it is it really is it's <laughs> it always is. It is. you always learn from each season you're in it's an in. adventure yeah everything is a learning opportunity everything is a chance to grow and to improve mm-hmm. to cut things out to get pruned yep We love getting pruned. Yeah, I love that. So fun.
1: (laughs) What do you say to someone who says you're living the dream? Ooh. Are you living the dream?
0: I'm living a dream of mine. I'm just happy to be here. It's a good answer. I'm just happy to be here, you know? Yep. Seriously, I'm just happy to be here. Like Mm -hmm. I there's been times where I have not wanted to be here. There's been times where I am so in the slums mentally that I'm just like. Why? Mm-hmm. Biggest question. Why? Um, and so, if someone were to be looking at my life from an outside perspective, I would want them to see that whatever good thing in my life hasn't happened overnight or because of who I am, but because of who lives on the inside of me. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's a very—it's a compliment to, to, for someone to say, "Wow, you're living the dream. You're living my dream," you know. But everyone's dreams are so different and their callings are so different. It goes back to the comparison thing, like you just can't, your calling is gonna be different than everyone else's and what you're doing now and what you're not doing now, it's for a reason, for you. So the dream that I'm living right now is just where I'm supposed to be. Mm And I know I can't hang on to it, I'm not trying to rush it. Just just vibing.
1: Yeah. Always vibing. Always. Um, when you look back on, like, the tough parts of your life, mm-hmm. the, the moments where you said you didn't want to be here and now you're grateful to be here. Um, if you're talking to someone who's in that similar situation, like, how do you get out of that? Yeah. Um, you mentioned, obviously, like, Christ in you, but how do you get out of that?
0: Yeah. Um... That has been such a huge part of my walk. Realizing that I'm not here to live for myself. Mm -hmm. And it is hard for people to hear, but when you're always thinking about I, 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 I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be doing this. I don't want to, I don't want to be living here. I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. You're, you're just, so focused and zoomed in on your situation and I've been in those times where I don't want to hear anybody say anything else I want them to focus in on how I'm feeling and um just the the struggles that I'm going through I want to hear you know their sympathy I want to hear their remorse for me and after a while it just feeds that and and you just get in this loop of of being stuck in a place where you're just constantly like feeling sorry for yourself, and I, I think as soon as you start to I'm trying to say this graciously and and in a sensitive mm-hmm. way, but turn the attention off of your issues and off of whatever you're going through, not minimize them or disregard them, dealing with them actively but just not focusing on them. Focusing on the people that are in your life, the, things you, the good things you have going for you. Taking small steps in, in dreaming about things. Maybe it's like planning something for the next day the next week. Small things like that, being thankful. Um, there's been times I've, not because I wanted to, but I've literally had to start a thankfulness journal, just so that I can go back and say like, and look at all the things that have happened maybe that day or that week or that month to realize that life isn't as bad as it seems. Another thing is just meditating on on the scripture. That's something that (laughs) has helped me through everything. um, and, and realizing that it's not always going to be perfect. You're not just one day going to stop thinking a certain way and feeling a certain way, but that it does get better.
1: <laughs> In my life, um, being thankful is like pretty much at the epicenter of everything. Yeah. And as you were saying earlier, you know, you're just thankful to be here. Mm-hmm. And focusing on that through anything whether you are on top of the world Mm -hmm. or whether you're at the bottom of it. Um, Thankfulness breeds joy, and being thankful for the tiniest things in life, the ability to breathe, the ability to show up, the ability to talk to the people that you love and listen to them Mm -hmm. um, in the natural way that we were born, to be able to Mm -hmm. like focus on the smallest things. Smallest things, Um, yeah. And that's what gets you through, because... People say, oh, you can't be happy and sad at the same time. Correct, because those are feelings. Mm-hmm. But joy, joy is like a, a truth that you hold on to. Yeah. Um, and holding on to the truth like it gets you through anything.
0: Right. And you brought up feelings, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, not staying in them. Realizing whatever feeling it is, whether it's sadness, whether it's joy, happiness, thankfulness, whatever. Those are all feelings, and you can never rely on them. Mm-hmm. and kind of placing yourself outside of your emotions and your feelings and looking at them from a higher perspective of, mm-hmm. okay, I may be feeling this right now, but one day I won't. Even if you are in a good place, looking at, at that, saying like, I'm in a good place right now, but I need to be not preparing for the worst. I don't want to sound like a doomsdayer. But, yeah, just realizing that there are ebbs and flows. You're going to be on the mountain, but then you're also going to be in the valley. There's this one song. It's probably from Maverick City Music. Hills and Valleys? No. (laughs) Torrin Wells, bro. All right. (laughs) I mean,
1: you were going like this. I was, yeah. It's the first one that pops in my mind. Shout out, Torrin.
0: Shout out. But they say something about how flowers only grow in the valley or something like that. It's just this, like, poetic. Yeah visual of how there are blessings in each season and in the on the mountaintop and also in the valley yeah um yeah i feel like the past couple of years i've been so i was in a valley and i've been on this uphill journey and i'm i don't want to say i'm on a mountaintop (laughs) but i kind of feel like i am yeah but it's not like this like you're getting knocked off you know maybe
1: Pride could comes happen. before the fall. It could
0: happen, but I'm, I I'll, know that... I'll
1: pick you up out of the ditch next week. <laughs> yes.
0: I know that whatever happens, my next mountain is always better than the last. And yeah. God always brings me from the valley to the mountain to the valley to the mountain, you know, for a reason. Yeah. Um,
1: we love a good comeback story. Love it. Well, thank you for coming on and, like, sharing some of your story. Yeah. It was really inspirational to me personally. Awesome. I know it's going to be... Thanks. Impactful to everybody else. So it really means a lot that you came out today, took time out of your busy schedule. Um, I had to talk to her secretary and email her for like two secretary. weeks.
0: <laughs> We've been planning this week. <clears throat> had to talk to Mark. Had to <laughs> schedule it.
1: <laughs> Mark, come in here.
0: Come on, hop in, Mark. Oh. <laughs> there he go Clap is. it up for Mark. Man, that makes it happen. There, yo in the gap. okay, in the gap today. It's like a little gap model. <laughs> whoa, sure.
1: This is her brother, by the way. Uh,
0: this is my brother Mark. S- see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, see you. All right, get out of here. <laughs>
1: but yeah, thank you for coming on. Do you have anything else to say to anybody uh, in the creative field getting started?
0: Hmm. Having
1: trouble with their faith journey? Anything. Dang.
0: Yeah, you have to stay with it. You have to surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you start doing practical things that are going to help you mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, And know that God is always with you, even when it seems like he's not, or when he's quiet. Um, When you feel alone, he's there. When you feel surrounded by people, he's there, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And yeah, just realizing that he is a father, he's a caring father and he's a caring friend. And he will be the most faithful, caring person ever in your life.
1: You heard it here first. Stick with it, folks.
0: Stick with it.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank seriously, you. Yes. For coming on. Thanks for it's having me. It's been a me. pleasure. Guys, make sure to come back for the next one.
0: Tune in. Let's go.